How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I had one Manhattan, and it was right after exercising, and so it went straight to all my muscles and bones and head and brain. In a nice way? Um, yes, in a nice way, but also in a way that might potentially impact the recording of the show a little bit. Okay. <laughs> it might be a pretty loosey-goosey time tonight. You, you're going to be all like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Manhattan jokes. Uh, oh, yes. Now, okay, now I get it. it. Took me a second. Welcome to Think Outside the Box. It's the internet's only outrage hot take machine. I'm Nathan Hunt. We're talking about Justin Bingo tonight. (laughs) That's right. We're talking about Justin Baby Boy. (laughs) And his Uh, uh, (laughs) shout out to fan of the show Mushy Mustard, who approved my lyrics edit proposal on geniuslyrics.com to the song letter u smile the lips are uh your lips my biggest weakness and lips was l-i-p apostrophe s and we decided that it should be your l-i-p-s apostrophe (laughs) r-e oh that's what i see now on genius and now those are the official lyrics (laughs) official lyrics (laughs) because <laughs> a genius said that they were <laughs> that genius is me thanks thanks You're to the Mushy genius Mustard. now dog <laughs> so uh yeah if you're not already following think outside the box set on geniuslyrics.com what are you doing come well, on i mean personally i can't even figure out how to get to that screen i how have are I have you gonna get account. all my pyongs if you're not a member that's a great point. I have the older account, which predates uh, the official Think Outside the Box set account, and it's Slate Your Fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're talking about the album Believe, Justin Bieber's third studio album. That's right. We're skipping one because ah. he did a Christmas album called Under the Mistletoe, which I'm assuming he recorded when he was still a little boy. Little boy wants to kiss on Christmas. <laughs> Is that so much to ask? I mean, oh, oh, am I approving? I think I'm approving your annotation. No, I'm not. Shit. Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> okay. let's, let's talk about little boys kissing some more. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll save that for, you know, the Yule. The Yule, the Yule tide. Tide. The tide time. Tide time. <laughs> And we'll eat but, tide, uh, tide yeah, ponds while we do it. <laughs> we're we're talking about the album Believe, which also sounds like a Christmas album, but it's not. It's not. It's about the the Believe is about the last track in the in the album, the non deluxe version of the album. That's just about how all of his fans believed in him when I guess so many people wanted to deport him. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. We're talking about Justin Bieber. Do we have like a a thing that we're trying to figure out? I suspected that Justin Bieber might start making good music at some point. And yeah. that I think and that there might be and I, that like the the ire is unearned or at least redeemed. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's basically it. Like does he deserve to be the punching bag that he was and I I can't I don't know if he still is. Uh, I listen to a podcast that sometimes uh, makes like ironic references to Justin Bieber and like how much people hated his music, but it's clearly like making fun of the people who used to say that kind of thing. Um, right. So I don't know if he's like still actually hated the way that he was. I don't know. Do you have a sense of that? I, you know, I haven't heard a lot of Justin Bieber hate lately, but I also hang out with very different people and expose myself to different kinds of ideas than I used to. Oh, I thought you were going to say My expose yourself to different differently. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm just changing the subject. I want to talk. I want this is a confession. <laughs> you got to be very circumspect to whom you expose yourself. Um, I sort of wonder. I mean, Bieber's a very, I guess, a straight-coded person, but he's also very boyish he's and very still continues to, Also, I guess he's like got a he's, lesbian haircut. Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's not mince words here. He's speaking of someone who has always, had a lesbian haircut <laughs> in my life at several different times. He he's always coded as like a boy. Yes. And I wonder if there's some sort of corner of misogyny that's you know aimed at Justin Bieber that's about like some sort of infantilizing you know, like, oh, this is just like a man who's like has this infantile image, and that's like a threat to patriarchy. In case we, you know, need him to like or or his followers to kill for the state at some point. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, this is kind of related, but and maybe I'll find something in the learning links. Um, I was just listening to. Uh, Today explained, and they're talking about China's uh, rectification, like campaign. Oh, is this the one where they're just talking about you? You can only be a, a macho uh, village people style man on Chinese state TV now. <laughs> That's one of the things. Yeah, it's yeah. now like uh, uh, on a governmental level, like there's this mandate or recommendation or something, um, that's basically saying like, don't have like femme or gentle men be celebrated in pop culture, Mm uh, which I'm sure will go over really well. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) I'm sure that's not going to turn into like, a queer revolution on the biggest country in our on earth <laughs> or even just k-pop fans just like storming the the walls of like the politburo or something <laughs> they have a politburo over there i don't know yeah so anyway uh i'm not i'm not a a patriotic person but you know sometimes i'm like Glad I'm not in China. <laughs> that <Yeah. would> suck. <laughs> I know some people say that with like a lot of bad faith, but like yes. seriously, <laughs> like that sucks. <laughs> exactly. Uh anyway, believe. Believe. Do you believe, Cameron? Well, I think I'm developing some more belief mm-hmm. in this album in mm-hmm. Justin Bieber mm-hmm. uh specifically because I think that the first two maybe three songs are pretty catchy and pretty fun mm-hmm. uh and then it kind of melts into b-sides um Basically. in a way that re- that reminds me of Britney Spears's first couple albums where it was just like wow this is a couple really catchy pop songs and then a bunch of nothing <laughs> Um, I hope that what happens in the future episodes uh, of the Justin Bieber season is that we find albums full of slappers where mm. they are, they're all slapping slappers, slappers. only golden eye <laughs> slappers only <laughs> my favorite setting <laughs> dibs on odd job. Oh man. He's the best one. He's kind of cheat codes to use him. Honestly, people say that, but you know, He's got a smaller I, hitbox. We stand a short. We stand a short king <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we stand a short king. But the original. I don't know. Have you ever actually seen that movie with Odd Job? Uh, I mean, like a million years ago. He, he's he's kind of great. <laughs> I think he's. <laughs> I think his character's high camp, but like it like created. It's like no one asked. It's not referencing anything, <laughs> but it's just this like little Asian man who throws a hat that has like a sword in the brim, basically. <laughs> who throws a hat? Honestly. <laughs> and, he, and he like kills ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's great. Yeah. Standing your truth, Ajab. I don't know why his name's so- Ajab. 007's fucking bizarre and no I mean, one talks about it. <laughs> I mean, it's well, I'm sure it's just like racism. It's I mean, it's like 
not that far away from like naming someone like step and fetch it or something you know it's sure. like pretty on the nose in that way um look at this like weird little asian is yeah. basically the idea he's just yeah, running I around being that a makes gopher. Sense. yeah i mean not that there's anything like racist about 007 or it's like <laughs> movie <laughs> franchise or anything that seems do you impossible think there's any do you think there's any hope for 007 in the future uh, like in like a in an era where people know that like secret agents are only bad <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that they're the villains of the world <laughs> god i don't know i feel like i mean it's always been like so fantastical it's just been like this weird like lifestyle fantasy power fantasy for like dudes mostly um i feel like they yeah. can just kind of keep doing that and i mean he's been like i don't know less and less of a spy in certain movies right you know he's just like more of an action hero nowadays he, i mean he, he like how much how much like subterfuge does he employ anymore like at all <laughs> There was a whole movie back in like the I think the sixties where he went he faked his own death and he Oh god, this is so bad. He went undercover as a Japanese man to like infiltrate something or <gasps> and they like basically like scotch taped his eyes like No and then to like, Sean Connery. Yeah, they did this to Sean Connery and like put a bunch Ugh, of makeup on I'm him. Glad he's dead. And like yellow face. It's 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 really bad. I think that's uh the one that's called You Only Live You Only you only die, live twice. <laughs> you only die three times. Because <laughs> you're one third right. of a Inexplicable cat. Inexplicable time. <laughs> uh, how bizarre. How you know, bizarre. How bizarre. I, I was going to say, I think the only way that I would be down for a 007 is if they made Phoebe Waller-Bridge 007. Um, I but think, I, think she's, yeah. I think she's the new Indiana Jones. Is she? I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Huh. I and I, I, I have a I have a big crush on her, so I feel like I'll I'll just watch her in anything at yeah. this point. Indianus Jones. <laughs> Indianet. Indianix. <laughs> Indianet Jones tricks. <laughs> well, as as you as you all might suspect, well, you might suspect two things. One. We've had some drinks. It is late. <laughs> just a little, just a drop. Two. <laughs> there's not that much to talk about in this album. I have more sound samples than last time. You do. So you have even, more to talk about. I don't about. even know if we'll play them. There's yeah, one thing maybe. we should talk about. Justin Bieber's balls dropped. I mean, his voice dropped uh, before this album yeah. was recorded. Yeah. He's got his, his big and, boy and pants by, on now. You, and by that, you mean Justin Bieber? Like the car? <laughs> the boy car? <laughs> the boy car. <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah. Mm. Oh, also, um, I mean, there's there's a, a couple of fascinating little nuggets on the Wikipedia page. Apparently, he was on two episodes of CSI uh, between the last album and this album. <laughs> yes, so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was it was a fascinating description of, of the episodes because um, in the second one he his character dies, um, but in the first one he, he plays a troubled teen who is faced with a difficult decision regarding his only brother who is also a serial bomber. I can't Holy believe shit. I used to watch that show. Wait, so you used fun. to watch CSI? Oh, yeah. I used to watch a lot of it. Wow. I've probably seen like the first six seasons. Holy, I had no idea. You've never disclosed this to me. I'm, I'm finally coming out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. I mean, I was... You're a, so brave. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. Uh, I mean, I was like a teenager at the time. Ooh, ooh, here's a YouTube video link. Um... Ooh, I wonder if I wonder if it will be <laughs> I at all. It in the chat. I wonder if it will be at all compelling to just play the audio. Uh, Maybe. Let's give it a shot, shall we? Hands on your head. You damning your knees. He's wired. He's got a bomb. He's He's There's no bomb. One, two, two. My gas would it i don't think that music is original to that scene okay (laughs) yeah i was gonna say like they usually don't use the n-word on network television (laughs) oh man that that fucker nick shot him hate that guy (laughs) so justin bieber gets shot yeah he he got he gets so shot 
because uh, he just starts running towards the CSI people with a gun. And uh, God, that show used oh, to be no. so different. It used to be about a bunch of nerds who were just like kind of skulking around an underground laboratory, like a bunch <laughs> of little like mole people. And like in this scene, Nick's just like striding around wearing body armor and like shooting people all over the place. <laughs> That's not how this show started. It used to be about fucking nerds. Right. Uh, oh, wow. He really gets, um, holy shit. I'm watching it right now. He gets He gets a lot up. of holes put in him. Damn. I bet. Do you think that was some sort of like fan service or anti-fan service? Do you know? You all hate him. <laughs> I I can't. I feel like I can't parse it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So he's on CSI. Uh, his voice dropped. That's basically it. I mean, he. It seems like he is trying to uh, pretty self-consciously like grow up on this album and move away from like I don't know teen pop into essentially what is adult pop. He's trying to participate in sort of the same yeah. arena as everyone else. Yeah, but he's not talking about fucking, and he doesn't use any cusses. Well, uh, I mean, th- apparently Rolling Stone made fun of him for a... Uh, where'd it go? Uh, euf- <laughs> Wikipedia phrases it as, lampooned one of his euphemisms for newfound sexual maturity in the line, <laughs> in the song Fall, he has the line, if you spread your wings, if you spread your wings, you can fly away with me. I don't okay. think it's I don't think it's very sexual in context of the song. Honestly. I really don't. I mean, I guess we'll get to it, but that's kind of a stretch. Oh, that's the one that starts well, let me tell you a story about a girl and a boy. This is a story <laughs> of a girl. Do y'all know about straights? <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. Did you know a man um, can love a woman? Spread your wings. Yeah. You know those those leg wings? Wing wing legs? <laughs> Um, nether, okay. nether wings well, we call them <laughs> nether wings <laughs> hmm. uh, I guess that's a good episode title <laughs> I don't love it we'll get a better one I mean odd job slappers is also pretty good mm. uh, let's talk about this album let's talk about it uh, all around the world It's a different sound. It's yeah. It's epic. got those like side chained beats. Mm-hmm. You know about side chaining? Have we talked about this? I don't think so. I was just nodding my head and going along with it as if I knew. But I mean, if you want to explain to so, the dummies in the audience who don't know what it is <laughs> and are maybe just pretending like they know what it is, you could, you, if you want yeah. to. I mean, I, I uh, could, but I'm I just mean, gonna let you do. <laughs> I'm not a producer. This was only explained to me once by someone who's actually like a producer. But my understanding is that what side chaining is, is when you take like a, like a synthesizer or something with um, a long envelope, you know, something that, um, yeah, like a synthesizer, that's just like a pad and you somehow compress it or something with the drum beat or with certain hits or the click track or something. So basically it gets quiet when the drum hits and then it quickly gains volume and then it suddenly gets quiet again with each drum beat. So it's like it's the Gangnam style sound basically. It's very like Um, not that they invented that sounding sort well of. it's 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 the opposite of staccato oh. it's sudden silences with quick is that not what staccato means or can't staccato St- mean that <laughs> staccato means sudden loud notes that are immediately choked that have tiny envelopes oh i okay so it's the the difference in the range of the envelope okay i get it yeah so this is like imagine that if you're making a side chained uh, 
if you're trying to set up a side chain for a synthesizer, you would basically just like hold down the chords, like big block chords the entire time with no rhythm. Mm-hmm. And then you would side chain them to the drum machine so that each time um, the dr- uh, a certain drum beat hit, like the bass hit, for instance, um, the synthesizer would immediately duck down to zero and right. then quickly get loud mm-hmm. so it it almost has like an umpa umpa kind of sound <laughs> it does remind so me of german play, play polka yes <laughs> yeah it's very polka it's very oktoberfest yeah makes We're me drink so it's coming up here I think it drops here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that do 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 do. I think that's like a side chaining effect. It might not be, hmm. but um, I think that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I think that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I like that sound. <laughs> uh, there's dubstep in this album. There's definitely some dubby steppies kind of stuff. Diplo even shows up at one point. Now, do you want to show? Do you such a product of his time? <laughs> yeah, Diplo, it's very what 2012. Uh, Nicki Minaj shows up, um, and I mean, I I only know of her from 2012, and I don't think she's done any like problematic stuff since then, and hasn't been a complete <laughs> weirdo freak on the internet uh, about any. She's topics. definitely totally vaccinated. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah she she definitely didn't turn down the invitation to the met gala because uh uh she's unvaccinated that is definitely not what happened if you were to tell me if you were to travel back in time to 2012 and encounter a a little young nathan running around uh boston and and tell him you would say hey nathan guess what uh in uh less than 10 years you are going to be thinking a lot more about just or Nicki Minaj's cousin's testicles than you expect at all. <laughs> I'm so glad that you brought this. I was gonna. I was wondering if I was going to have to bring it up to you. Um, <laughs> do you want to read the actual tweet? Do we have that somewhere? I I have read it. I don't know. I um I'm I'm doing a search for Nicki Minaj's cousin's testicles. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's Dude, her cousin's search. friend's balls. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's even another degree removed. I. I can't believe how, like, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Like, you're just, you know, people's justification for this kind of shit is still the same, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's like a cousin's friend's whatever is, like, understandable if you're, like, <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> that big <Or> like, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, Nicki Minaj is like, come on. I mean, yeah, you make more money than Trump and he's vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so here, here is the text of the tweet. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable <laughs> with your decision, not bullied. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. I mean, <laughs> it's so literally stupid. a hack joke to be like, to make fun of like people who uh, get their news in a weird way and be like, oh yeah, my cousin's brother-in-law's friend's uh, former boss's landlord told me. <laughs> it's like, it's lit. this is literally like a hack joke construction. Nikki, what yeah. are you doing? Oh God. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so she's on this album. We'll get to that song. That's number 10. Um, Do you want to move on to Boyfriend? Well, I got a couple sound steps. Oh, right. uh, Sound samples. Sound steps. Let's listen to the dubstep. Okay, dubstep stuff. Here we go. (laughs) 
some pretty mild dubstep i'd say yeah i think what i appreciate about it most it's pretty tonal you know mm-hmm. like it's like it's not too challenging um but what i like about it is that it it hangs on some pretty dissonant notes so um the song is in this key da 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 da, da that natural minor scale mm-hmm. But when the dubstep drops, it goes It goes up to that note, I believe. Um, I don't actually know what note it is, but it's the flat second uh, degree. Oh, that's very dissonant da, against the, the root of the scale. Yeah, and then it goes da, to the seventh degree, which is also outside of the key signature because um, they hadn't introduced dominant five chords into the into the song at all only it's sub five mostly chords. pretty <laughs> <laughs> or switch five chords okay yeah sorry sorry <laughs> um not like this um like this. but uh <laughs> we just watched the matrix god that movie is so good <laughs> recently ah oh, so good not like this <laughs> um uh anyway Play that again and just listen to that that dubstep note of da, which is the uh, the flat second degree, which is very tense, and I think it's like pretty effective. Yeah. For what cause? To what end? I don't know, but it yeah. has an effect. You can say, "Here we go." They definitely do it. Yeah, I think that is fun. It's not even mm-hmm. exactly on that note, but it's like sort of in between notes. I think that uh, that level of non-quantized harmony is kind of an exciting part of dubstep because it's in you know similar genres are so quantized in their um, in their pitch. And dubstep often like wobbles or oscillates outside of the diatonic scale. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think that's fun. Um, another thing I want to talk about for this song is what the song is about. And it's about how basically Justin Bieber is like so infatuated with this with this person. Mm-hmm. Is it said in the text that it's a woman? It. I'm assuming... Yeah, you're a crazy girl. Crazy girl. You should know it. Um, he's so infatuated that he has this sort of like uh, zoom out lofty experience where mm-hmm. like the chorus says, because all around the world, people want to be loved. They're no different than us. Yeah. Justin Bieber but solves racism. Is- <laughs> it's it's so bizarre. A- and the closest I can think to the best way I can think to describe it is like that he's like, I guess having this experience that's like, oh, I'm experiencing sexuality, which is a, a mostly ubiquitous human experience that probably everyone experiences regardless of culture. And that's where my mind is going when I'm thinking about this girl. I'm thinking about myself, my human experience, which I guess kind of makes sense, but it's so obvious <laughs> like as like it's it's really it's really weird it's like i don't know why this is the why there's a song about this the verses make sense mm-hmm. baby what you doing where are you at why are you acting so shy holding back uh you're crazy girl you should know it etc light it up so explosive all of this stuff is precedented in it's pop fine. music yeah it's fine uh but then this chorus all around this all around the world people want to be loved they're no different than us he's made a breakthrough cameron <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like this boner that i have i think i think pe- other kinds of people also have these kinds of boners <laughs> <laughs> i think the world just got a boner tonight <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I think that's a really bizarre. That's like the angle of this song, which is re- <laughs> really weird take. Uh, yeah, uh, 
And I think that maybe that has something to do with there being five writing credits. And that's be. not the most writing credits on this album for a single song. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's... As as one of our old writing teachers used to say, uh, our dear friend Bill Jolliffe, perhaps this is two poems, or or three, or maybe none at all. And I feel like that can he, uh, apply to this song. He was sometimes so mean. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> In was. Retrospect. He was but incredibly we, cutting. We all deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, one more thing. Ludacris shows up on the song and he has a pretty nonsense rap that I think is pretty fun. Would you uh, maybe even call that, it ludicrous? Yeah, a ludicrous rap, if you will. Mm-hmm. And mean, you must. He's, uh, it's not like he didn't tell us what to expect. Or, real quick, at one point, he says everyone's itching for beauty, which I think is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest idea. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Great. Yep. Once again. Once again. I love everything about you. You're imperfectly perfect. Everyone's itching for beauty, but just scratching the surface. Lost time is never found. Can the DJ please reverse it? In life we pay for change. Let's make every second worth it. Anything can work if you work it when people say you don't deserve it, then don't give in. Cause hate may win some battles, but love wins in the end. You shine just like the sun while the moon and the stars reflect your light. Beauty revolves around you. It's only right that It's so weird. Yeah. It's like eschatological almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> love wins in the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Ludacris has the most righteous boner for <laughs> This again, this is this thing we've talked about, this phenomenon of like when there's a guest rapper in a song and they're ostensibly talking about the same woman that the singer is mm-hmm. singing about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> messing with the same girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's great. I think it's great to like normalize uh, like non-monogamous relationships, and they're, they're, the fact that they don't even like call attention to it, they just kind of roll with it. It's so progressive, yeah. wouldn't you say? This is like yeah. woke. woke <laughs> this is the wokest song I've ever heard. <laughs> it's talking about uh, racial equity all around this world. People want to be loved, mm-hmm. and it's talking about intergenerational relationships because I'm assuming Ludacris and Justin Bieber are in different generations. Yeah, so ergo, and, it must be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and therefore one the woman is either in one of their generations or a different one exactly yeah. and uh yeah by the this is, you know this is biden's america and i'm proud to be in 2021 <laughs> this is the future that liberals want <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes uh okay oh, where were okay. we <laughs> uh where were we uh let's oh, we gotta go on let's go to uh uh boyfriend here we go Justin Beerbelly wants to be your boyfriend, but only if you're a girl. <laughs> uh, boyfriends. There's um, there's verified commentary by Mike Posner, who I guess is one of the writers of this song. Yeah, uh, that's that's Justin Boopler's uh, real name. <laughs> it's, it's a, Justin is a stage name. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird joke. Um, to make. Mike says, I wrote this song with my buddy, Matt Musto. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I hovered over Mike Posner on Genius. <laughs> Hover over it and tell me what it says. Born in Detroit, Michigan, Posner has never shied away from telling folks where he's from. <laughs> Growing ellipses. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your bio? You don't say, like, I'm a producer who's worked with, you know, Justin Bombat or whatever? Like, okay. <laughs> 
so sure. about Black Bear, Mike uh, Posner says he is an incredibly talented dude. On the video shoot for my song "Perfect Mess," which is okay, I just I'm going to skip forward because this is all terrible. <laughs> then I finally thought of if I was your boyfriend, and I was like, "Yeah, that's it." <laughs> so we did that. <laughs> Originally, I wrote I wrote much raunchier oh, lyrics. Interesting. It was like if I was your boyfriend, I never let you go. Put you on a ship that I bet you didn't know. What? What? That's raunchier. We could take a trip, babe, all around the globe. Take pics of take pics of my ellipses. If you keep it on the low, can you keep it a secret? Do you want to see it? I thought so. This song is about going on a transcontinental uh, cruise, nautical and then trip. A girl with a bunch of dick pics. This is unsolicited this dick pics. This is so unhinged. <laughs> this is awful. This is really bad. Uh, so all the verse stuff that is in the actual song where Justin says swaggy and that stuff, he came up with all of that. So that's his writing credit. Oh, when he says swaggy. <laughs> Does he say swaggy in the song? I have a... Swaggy too. A sound sample of him saying swaggy at some point. Uh, at the end of verse two, he says, voice going crazy on this hook like a whirlwind swaggy. So swaggy. he added that word. And so there, he, therefore, he's a writer on the song. That's hilarious. I think maybe, is that the bit about fondue? I have a sound sample of him talking about fondue, which just made me hungry. I mean, I, I hope it's, yeah, here we go. Uh, no, wait, you have, yeah, fondue, here we go. When he talks about fondue all sexy like that, it just makes me wonder if it's some sort of euphemism for something. And then I get kind of grossed out. Have you ever had fondue? Yes. Did you ever go to the melting I mean, pot in Portland? I've never been to the melting pot. No, I've driven or rode my bike or walked past it many times, but never been there. Tell me fondue story. Uh, I mean, just, when did you have fondue? Just had it with people at a home, and you just like melt them. Not into hot pot, not Chinese hot pot no. or Korean hot pot. Hot pot's I'm talking way about better. white people. Yeah, <laughs> it's way better. better. <laughs> uh, so I had. Did you? I've only had hot pot once. It was in Australia, and mm-hmm. it was at a Chinese restaurant, and I got like tofu-like cubes of coagulated duck blood. Oh shit! What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh and who is your chef? David Cronenberg? <laughs> yeah, it was it was very body horror. It was very Giger. Uh you know, it wasn't my favorite part of the meal. I just ordered it on principle. I was trying to prove something, I guess, to someone. To someone or to myself. <laughs> I ate it. Yeah. I'm sure you did. But yeah. Um I'm not trying to sound xenophobic. I'm just saying, like, I guess I'm basic because I don't love duck blood, is what I'm trying to say. This, I guess. I'm trying to, this reflects poorly on me, is the story I'm trying to say. I mean, blood is, is a traditional food in many cultures. The British eat it. Yeah. The, the Germans eat it. I believe the French eat it in some fashion. Yeah. It's widespread, but it still really, really creeps me out. Maybe that's, I mean... Partially because I'm a vegetarian, but also just because I'm a squeamish little baby. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that e- I think that eating is pretty challenging in general. I, I think mean, we honestly. should all just starve to death and die. <laughs> <laughs> we should just be uh, amorphous cubes of thought and not have to bother with any like corporeal eating or anything like that. Wow, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> all right. Is there anything else we want to talk about this song? I have a sound sample. Oh, I already did that. There's like a guitar reveal. I put that in the name of the file. Um, so in this song, it feels very... He's doing all this like whisper rap. Like yeah, Wu-Tang-esque, I guess. Is that who does whisper rap? No, that's not true. Who does whisper rap? I Where did that originate? I don't know. I got no um, clue. He does whisper rap and uh and then the like acoustic guitar comes in and then it turns into a pop song 
So I thought that was like kind of interesting. Um, that there's this like big tonal shift. Uh, yeah. What else yeah. do you want to talk about in this song? Uh, I think we should just move on. Honestly, I meant in this album. Oh, uh, let's talk about as long as you love me. Okay, great. Next one. I don't care who you are. All right, there it is. Yes. Oh no! There's I faded out. Just when he's, he's going to say it. Stress, that's that's not stressing out with. <laughs> I ruined coding the joke. Classes that that he's not ready for. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, I can't believe I ruined uh, I the joke it. by just fading out right before he said the. Okay. Hopefully, everybody this in the audience is familiar song. with that song. What? Is it also called "As Long as You Love Me"? It is called "As Long as You Love Me." Because there's another song on this album that also has a title that's been used before there's multiple yes there's multiple i was thinking of one love yes uh oh uh which one love are you thinking about i mean i was thinking isn't that a bob marley song yes yes or, it is or you also you two cover you two is technically not called one love i think it's just called love or what one okay it's, Interesting. it's not both of them it's, it's either one or the other which 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 are the other songs that have been used before the titles? Uh, we'll get to that. Okay, great. <laughs> it's a big reveal for later. Let's, let's do the the real sound sample from this real song from okay. the real Justin Buplo uh, album. i don't believe you (laughs) jesse boy i don't believe you this is very like like talking to like an addict who's like i can quit anytime i want but it's about money (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'd be i'd be homeless for a lady (laughs) totally totally yeah yeah I don't believe you. Yeah, uh, this yeah this song is a, a, a bit tone deaf. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. I think uh, it's. I mean, it's it's never a good look to just co-opt someone else's life experience or hardship uh, for your own metaphor. Um, we, I, it, it is maybe most prevalent in the casual gypsy racism of uh, so many examples of pop music, um, but. Yeah, to like just say, yeah. I mean, I mean, being homeless is fine. I mean, it would be great if if we were together. It's just, it's not a good look. No, no. Um, yeah. Anytime that like rich people talk about how meaningless money is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's looking at you, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So Big Sean is on this song. Oh my God! Is he? Is uh, he ever? Do you, do you want to play a sound sample that says "Big Sean the Pragmatist"? I do. Yes. The one that I argue with feel like I need a new girl to be bothered with, but the grass ain't always greener on the other side. It's green where you water it, so I know we got issues, baby. True, true, true. But I'd rather work on this with you than to go ahead and start with someone new. As long as so he just he just kind of gives up on the idea of making music and is like, I'm going to do a poetry slam here for a minute. <laughs> Yeah, his flow is so incomprehensible to me. Yes, it is. And his words are so anti-poetic. The closest he gets to poetry is deconstructing the idea of the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, he. I mean, yeah. He's just like, more, yeah, more, talking about cliches. More like big, more like big sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> Uh-huh. It is more Isn't like that. Isn't that the most r- romantic thing you've ever heard? But I'd rather work on this with you than to go ahead w- and start with someone new, as long as you love me. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so romantic. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean about him being a pragmatist. He's like, it's just easier if we don't break up. I mean, come on, it's easy. We're, we're, I'm already here. You're already here. Let's just... 
let's not make a big fuss about things and break up or whatever. I think this fits into the category of like, okay, yes, that that makes sense mm-hmm. of like a, a way to think about a situation or yes. a relationship. I think we've all been there to varying degrees. Yes. However. However. If you're going to make a song about it, make a song about it and can, and make it compelling. Yeah. And not just like weird and just like, are you, are you sure that you don't <laughs> want to break up this with this person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you kind of sound like you're talking yourself into it a little bit. It kind of sounds like the moment you find someone more interesting, you are going to go through the trouble of mm-hmm. starting with someone new. <laughs> kind of sounds like that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> okay, what next song? Which one? Uh, well, I also want to say that like this oh. is another kind of zoom zoom out song because... Justin Bieber says, we're under pressure. Seven billion people in the world trying to fit in. Yeah. So he's, again, like trying to contextualize his like... Let's talk about the issues and keeping it funky. And and horniness in the context (laughs) of like the human experience. Um, I I legitimately like wonder like what is going on? Like why is... (laughs) Why is he trying to do this? Like, I I don't think that people care or will think that this is profound. Yeah. Yep. But he's like, he seems fixated on like, I think maybe my experience isn't actually shared by most people. And I, and it's bothering me. I feel (laughs) like that's the only way that I can. And also, I totally know what it means to be homeless. Yeah. And I'm fine with it. I, it's really strange going from John Mayer who like, you know, uh, <laughs> had all of these very, he had, he had so much to say and I had mm-hmm. issues with a lot of what he had to say, but like Justin Bieber feels so subconscious so far. Yeah. He and feels like part of that is because there's thing. like eight person per writing credits per song. Yeah. I think, no, but, Cameron, I think, Justin Bieber has a lot of profound things to say. Maybe the most uh, chief among them is swaggy. Yeah, swaggy. Um, that's what's on his mind, I think. It yeah. seems like, mostly. So, All right, what else should we talk about in this album? Uh, oh, boy. Fall, probably. Um, anything before that? Yeah, so, like, there's... Yeah, let's talk about fall. There's there's definitely, like, a, a kind of, like, acoustic, folky, like, turn that this album takes at a few points. I think this yeah. is one of them. What's that? I think this is one of those examples. Uh, uh-huh. Here we go. Yeah, so th- this is the song that Rolling Stone was talking about with um, the the line about open your, n- op- wait, open your, not open your wings, uh, spread your wings and you can fly spread with Spread those wings. Yeah, um, because he, he also, he sets it up too with like, he says, well, did you know you're an angel who forgot how to fly? Um, so he's got <laughs> a lot of like pickup lines throughout the song. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Great, yeah. Uh, so... Justin Bieber found uh, he wandered into a Goodwill when he was uh, pretending to be unhoused for a minute, and uh, he came across uh, <laughs> 501 of the best pickup lines, uh, a dog-eared uh, paperback book from 1991, and he put a bunch of them in this song. <laughs> did you know you're an angel um, who forgot how to did fly? Did you know you're an angel? what's gonna make you fall in love just tell me (laughs) um i think the chorus of the song has a pretty good final line um well okay so the chorus is what's gonna make you fall in love like you know you got your wall blah 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 don't be don't have to be scared at all but you can't fly unless you you can't fly unless you let yourself fall um so it's 
it's it's kind of a Garth Brooks tactic of like taking a sure. well-known phrase and just kind of like putting a little twist on it. He's like, yeah, you can't fall in love un- unless you you're willing to fall. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that that kind of makes sense. You gotta like risk to do that, I guess. That's fine. Right. It's, it's not bad. It's not as clever as the typical reverse engineered Garth Brooks song. Right. But definitely not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is this song, this song's about like trying to exit the friend zone, isn't it? Oh, really? You think so? Isn't that uh, somewhere in here? Because oh, we got such yeah. an amazing friendship and that you don't want to lose. Well, I don't want to lose it either. And I don't think I can s- stand sitting around while you're hurting, babe. So take my hand. Oh boy. And then it starts with, well, let me tell you a story about a girl and a boy. He fell in love with his best friend. Mm. When she's around, he feels nothing but joy. But she was already broken. Ugh. And it made her blind. Mm. But she could never believe that love would ever treat her right. She was just obsessed with these alpha males who wouldn't treat her right. She just needs to, like, see the nice guy who's right in front of her. Why can't she meet a nice guy? Someone like... Yeah. (laughs) Justin Bigglebro. (laughs) Someone like... Jumps and dim sum. (laughs) Tasteful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like uh, Jim, Jimmy Dean's bath bombs. Like Jarvis Beanbag. <laughs> um, I've written in this like list of potential. Uh, Are you also keeping a list for his for his last name Poopies? <laughs> I wrote that somewhere, <laughs> which is pretty unhinged. Uh, <laughs> pretty unhinged. <laughs> I don't know what I read that. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! You might you might give that a. I mean, I I I feel like you should give it a shot at some point. Give it a try. Okay, I'll put it back on. <laughs> Do it! I dare you. <laughs> Do it! Do it! Uh, okay. What else uh, in this album is worth talking about? Obviously, yeah, it's just, it's Beauty just, and a Beat. We gotta get. Okay, to we gotta talk about the Nicki Minaj. Yes. Uh, okay, so here we go. Beauty and a Beat. Side chaining. There it is. It's almost like a really slow tremolo, except not staccato, as you pointed out. Uh, yeah. Like like a tre- like uh, tremolo pedal that you would have on like, yeah. a guitar. Yeah. Um. Okay. So there isn't much this song. I mean, it's 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 really weird to like have the idea beauty and a beat though and then try to make a whole song out of it very odd concept you know that french folk story (laughs) that nobody would know except disney made a movie out of it because they were running out of other things to make movies out of in that were in the public domain what if we reference a song reference that in a song (laughs) and then we don't explore any of the themes of that in any way Exactly. And what if we just said the, the phrase beauty and a beat? Um, yeah. So that's, and that's what basic- if it was set in the year 3012? <laughs> <laughs> that's the lyric in the song. It is. We got a party like it's 3012 tonight when humanity no longer walks the earth. <laughs> <laughs> when we're all extinct. What a paradise. Um, so this song is mostly notable for Nicki Minaj showing up um, and being extremely normal and saying... Uh, a bunch of uh, defensible and understandable things. I think I'm going to use my sound sample of it because it's longer than the one you took. Okay, good. Let's get the as much as we can. Gotta get, gotta catch them all. Here we go. Excuse me. Uh, Nikki, That's about the same amount that I got. Justin Bieber, you know I'm a hit him with the ether. So he's gonna roof. Does that mean like, like roofie him basically? <laughs> yeah. Buns out wiener. 
but I got to keep an eye out for Selena. Was he going out with Selena Gomez? Is that why she says that? Uh, yeah, G- Justin's oh, girlfriend yeah, at Justin the time. <laughs> There's a um, very funny um, photo in the genius annotation on that line. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, Nicki Minaj is... Is she a bad person? <laughs> um, she might be. Uh, she's she's talking about date raping Justin Bieber. Um, and in the song, how old is he? This this album came out in 2012. Yeah, because it's probably like it's 2012. He is just turned 18, so I guess okay. technically it is legal to talk about. Uh, Jorgis Bifo's wiener, uh, but maybe don't hit him with the ether. <laughs> That's maybe not a yeah. great thing to say about <laughs> someone that you're trying to have sex with. And then she says a bunch of things that are absolutely unhinged. Beautiful confessions of the priest. What? Beast, beauty from the streets. Beat will get deceased every time beauty on the beat eats. <laughs> This is this is maybe the worst rap I've ever heard, and we covered ICP. ICP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's uh, completely insane and incomprehensible, and uh, I mean, maybe Nikki just needs help. Does she need help? Yeah, maybe. I I I'm not plugged in to pop culture and what's going on. But I know that there's, like, a beef between, like, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. And as far as I can tell, Cardi B is pretty great. And Nicki Minaj is a bad person. (laughs) And now I'm pretty convinced. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this is uh, pretty strong evidence for that, I think. Yeah. uh, I don't... I just... Why would she say this? This is like on the level of like South that that South Park episode of just like um, where there's like a girl. Uh, it's it's one of the characters like little brothers who's in kindergarten and his kindergarten teacher is having an affair with him. And every time they go to the cops to like try to like uh, report it, they're like, "Oh, nice, nice," <laughs> because not, not just South Park that. Same plot line essentially happens in 30 Rock also. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's uh, <sighs> pretty fucked up. Yeah, I know that in South Park, it's supposed to be a joke. It's, it seems it's suppo- it's satirical, tra- at least. It's trying to point something out. I mean, South Park is, <laughs> yeah, a product of a certain era of satire, which is just like that wasn't counting on reality surpassing it at some point. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, okay. Is there anything else we want to talk about in this, in this album? I just, sorry. I just can't get over the fact that she says buns out wiener and she somehow made it wiener, a bad rap. Like, (laughs) I feel like if you say buns out wiener, you're already like halfway to a really good rap verse. I feel like Eminem could have done something great with that. (laughs) You're on a great path at that point. But then you just got, you're rhyming with Selena and the whole thing is just like out the window when you're talking about date raping this 18 year old. Yeah, literally, if the word ether wasn't in here, I would be like, this is the greatest, like, rap guest verse on a song ever. <laughs> you're talking about buns. You're talking about wieners. Mm-hmm. You make a dad joke of a forced rhyme of sl- saying Selena instead of Selena Gomez. Like, all of that is great, except for in the context of, like, I'm going to make Justin Bieber pass out so that I can, like, rape him. <laughs> Or, I mean, at the very least, uh, pull down his pants and check out his <laughs> his posterior and his penis. It's just like, frontierier. Maybe she's just... <laughs> frontierier, yes. <laughs> it's a closed frontierier. Um, yeah, oh boy, that's it's troubling. It's troubling. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about Believe? That's We should probably talk about that, right? Yeah, we'll talk about Believe and then close it up. Okay. Do you believe in life after love? 
<laughs> there it is! <laughs> oh Sweet. my god! Paid off the foreshadowing! You didn't you didn't want to talk about believe. <laughs> I mostly just want to do that. God, that's such a good is song. There, is there any <laughs> other song you want to talk about? Uh, on the Justin Bieber album and not none of the other albums? Well, I mean, we kind of already covered this, but there is that song, One Love. <laughs> I think he needs a Halls. And maybe some like lemon and honey tea. Ricola. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Believe. Uh, I don't know how I got here. Oh shit! I guess I should play the actual sound sample. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. Do you believe in love after love after love is so much better? Yeah, because everything starts from something, but something would be nothing. Nothing if your heart didn't dream with me. Where would I be if you didn't believe, believe? Is this yeah, to his fans? A part of me kind of like appreciates this because he did receive so much vile hatred. Yes. That ultimately, I feel like is, yeah, unearned. As much as we're, like we're making fun of him and stuff, like... He's just a pop star and people should calm down. And I feel like there's, there was almost like a, a moral panic around Justin Bieber. Yeah. um, That couldn't be synthesized into like a simple idea, but Mm -hmm. basically had basically was just like, we don't like it when men act like boys or when boys act like boys. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and, and we want to punish women for enjoying this kind of expression of gender. Yeah. And uh, exactly. as much as I like, don't particularly enjoy this lowest common denominator kind of pandering to that kind of audience. I also feel like, well, it's not for me and that's, fucking fine and uh i don't have an issue with it Mm, i agree so for that reason i i would say that this is the the best song ever i i have no choice but to agree with that cameron (laughs) um this is i mean it's a common trope it's it's a common song construction to be like i've faced so much hardship and i've like triumphed and here i am now and like it rings hollow for a lot of musicians um because a lot of it is like self-inflicted or yeah. mostly imaginary or uh delusional sometimes perhaps but in this case as you pointed out Jurgis Beachball did like get <laughs> a lot of hate um because when someone is young they're acting frivolous and and they're suspiciously close to women and we don't like women like a young boy might as well be a woman and what could be worse than being a woman um this isn't for me and i'm stirred (laughs) (laughs) i'm used to everything being for me how dare you james lipton bimbo (laughs) oh my god that one is pretty far afield (laughs) No, it's not. <laughs> it took me a second right to there. actually figure out. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a little bit sweet to like have this song that's pretty transparently like addressed to his fans and being like, yeah, thank you for believing in me. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that this is real in verse two when he says, "There were days when I was just broken." You know, there were nights when I was doubting myself, but you kept my heart from folding. Imagine being a fucking teenager and having 300,000 people sign a White House petition to get you deported. To see every late night host making jokes about you on a nightly basis. I I can't imagine having to see that happen. Like, 
I couldn't do that now, but to do it as a fucking teenager, that is unfathomable to me. Like, I God, it's crazy. I mean, he was well compensated for it, I guess. Um, he's very rich and he's very famous. Sure. Um, and I, I but at what cost? At what cost? And who knows, like to what extent he chose it or could have like stopped if he didn't think it was worth um, the money and the fame. <sighs> um, yeah. I mean, anything else in this song? No, I think that's it. I think we should close it up. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, We'll be back next week with, is it called Journals? What's that one called? Purpose. Oh, uh, yeah. Purpose. Is it not Journals? What is Journals? Is that outtakes or B-sides or something? It's a compilation album. Oh. Okay. We We don't need that. Not Why do you to need to, to you that. don't need to release a compilation album after two albums? <laughs> Wait. How is this? Huh. This is a uh, oh. This, hmm. Maybe we should cover this cuz this kind of sounds like essentially a studio album that had a weird release. Um, oh, interesting. They, were, they had a, a digital download campaign called Music Mondays in which one new song was released every Monday night. Oh. Uh, and then there is another five more previously unreleased songs. So I think there are 15 songs on here that have not appeared on any other Justin. Shit. I guess we should listen to that. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll be back with uh, journals. Sure. See if we don't. Um, In the meantime, (laughs) uh, in the meantime, you can email us at email at box at that website. Tweet us at Topias podcast. Uh, and we would love it if you could support the show in any way. Oh, I wish you, you would. Um, we'll list a few ways you can do it. You can go to iTunes, uh, do the stars and the reviews, that kind of thing. Uh, that's good. If you want to support us even more directly, you can tell people about the show. Share the show with people. Um, if you want to support us even more directly at great cost to you, you can go to our Patreon at support.boxset.website. And uh, if you kick us just a few dollars a month, two it's it's set at two which is uh less than one tenth of a cup of coffee uh at starbunk am i right um you'll get access to all of our bonus materials which includes dollar cups of coffee <laughs> i don't know why i keep making that doing that bit uh, it's not the first time um yeah two dollars a month you get access to all of our bonus materials which includes uh, all the movies we watch, we watch all the ICP movies. Uh, we watch Mama for the Mia. cost of a sip of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and we have a weekly mini show called What's in the Box Weekly. This week, I talked about a show called Work in Progress, which has one of the Wachowskis working on it, and Cameron talked about the the Fast and the Furious. Somehow, the, the first one. I finally decided to the, go back. The movie that's old enough to drink now in the u.s oh my god i'm so old it's very old yes uh you should also listen to cameron's other podcast get up in the cool come on what are you waiting for every week i tell you to go check it out just go do it already you ding dongs if you haven't done it already if you have you know like i do that it's a good time so everyone who doesn't know that yet you'll know go check it out. y'all know you'll know All right, until next week, I've been Nathan Hunt, and I'm going to spread my nether wings. I was literally going to say that. (laughs) I'll beat you to it. This is my reward for having to say all that shit. Slappers only, no odd job. gotta have some perk for having to say all the stuff about supporting us and going to go get up in the cool and emailing us and stuff uh